Good old vape is back. Oh my god, I feel so good. Jesus Christ, yo. Oh, I'm sorry for y'all. My bad, people. <laughs> my bad. Four K for the stress podcast. Yes, sir. How are you doing, people? Hope y'all are right. We back in this bih. Hope everything is good. Frankie, how you doing, beloved? Doing good. Hey, Boogie, you could talk. Say hello to the people. No, because I have smoke for you. All right, all right. Well, before we get into the um, the smoke A Boogie has for me, um, welcome back to another episode. All that good shit. Like I said, um, church announcements. Got a lot of important shit to um, promote before we get into the, all the other shit. Uh, follow Sean everything. Again, like I told you niggas last week, Spotify. We'll slander you niggas until y'all get it together. He doesn't right? mean it. He doesn't mean I it. I do mean it. He doesn't mean it. I'm tired he doesn't mean it, but of you no. niggas. Nope. And you're hating ass ways. Mm-mm. I need y'all to get it together. Mm-mm. All right? You're being very vinegar right now. We need honey. Listen, Google Play cooperated. Stitcher cooperated. SoundCloud and, and, and iTunes have been cooperating for the longest. For whatever reason, Spotify is being some hating assholes, and I don't understand. Because this is the way to do it. I need a direct line to somebody because enough is enough. So until y'all get it together, Spotify, I will slander you until y'all get it together, okay? And for you, for for the listeners, if y'all feel as strongly as I do, at them. Tell them to put this show on Spotify because they're doing disservice to the community by holding us up. So please, if you care about the show, if you care about what we do here, at the Florida Stress Podcast. Slander Spotify until they get their shit together, all right? But until they do that, follow the show and everything else. Um, I, I was fucked up. Nah, I fuck, yeah, I did fuck up last week. Um, Because I didn't shout out a celestial goddess for your holistic healing. I was slipping. My bad. You're trash. You don't get to you. <laughs> but follow a celestial goddess for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's Tico for all your herbal needs and all of that good shit. Get your chakras and your tea and all that shit together. It's about to get cold. I just got over a um a cold. Frank is fighting a cold. These strong ass viruses out here is killing niggas. So devil trying to get y'all. Yeah, so, rebuke that. That's yeah, so, so get all of the natural remedies and herbal shit that you need. But um, yeah. So also with that, the show, the event, the one year anniversary. For this podcast of ours, by the time you hear the next, by the time this comes out, it'll be the week of the event. Again, tickets are free, free ninety nine. We will feed you, we will entertain you. I just need you to purchase, not even purchase, RSVP your tickets so we know you're coming. They're going like hotcakes. All right. So I don't want y'all to be, wait till last minute because again, if the tickets are gone. I cannot help you. First level tickets are already sold out. I was putting out there. They're gone. I cannot help you. All right. Don't call me, yo, Jay. I, da, 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 I'm outside. I'm, you gotta wait, bro. I'm sorry. So again, maybe next year. Maybe next, <laughs> maybe next year. But please, do not, do not fuck around with the fuck around. Okay. This is going to be a momentous occasion. We're gonna be in here living it up. So please, don't fuck around. Get your tickets today. Get your tickets tomorrow. 
You should have got your tickets yesterday. But in any case, get your fucking tickets, please. Now, y'all know A Boogie. Mm-mm. For whatever reason, Mm-mm. she has a lot of hostility. You did me. this. No, no, no. You did this. I didn't do Tell anything. Tell the truth. I was living my best life, like the great prophet Lil Duval says. You weren't. You weren't. All right, so let's. You were being messy. All right, so. In your typical messy way. What did I do? What, what did? I, what no, did you I do? tell the story. You tell the story, messy boots. You tell the story. All right, so. I had an idea. Again, let me just preface this. I'm a creative, okay? So sometimes I have ideas that I like to share with my friends. Sometimes they're receptive, sometimes they're not. So I had an idea for a web series called <laughs> For the Love of a Boogie, right? Now, with this web series, we will be documenting male contestants fighting for the love and affection of one a boogie. For what? I'm just minding my business. We will be putting them through various tasks like um, fucking whatever happens on the Flavor of Love type shit and The Bachelor and shit like that. I, for one, think it's a good idea. I I low-key have moments where I don't know if we're friends. Like, Like, I I don't know. (laughs) I just feel like it would be a great idea for the community. Who's like, community? Who's community? Our community. Lies and instigations. You're a liar. You're is a this liar. Frank? Is this not a good idea? Frank, don't do that. What? Don't do. <laughs> so, Before you answer, don't do that. Mm-mm. I just feel like this idea would be beneficial to you. How is it beneficial to me? Because you can judge the men who are after your affections. I already get. Trash bag men after my affection. All right, well, this I'm way good. we love, can... I'm good, love, and joy. I'm we, good. In this way, we can I'm weed good. them out. I'm Survival good. of the fittest. Skip. Pandora, skip. We can put them through skip. IQ tests. We can... Um, What's your beef? Like, I'm trying to think of other activities they can do. No. They could, they could run around the park, see, how, see who has the fastest lap time or some shit. I don't know. We can figure some shit out. That's all I'm saying. It's a good idea, man. So, in the near future, be on the lookout for um, for the love of a boogie. We'll be putting out um, applications for you niggas. We absolutely will not be. We have. Listen, I'm writing up the applications right now. This will be executive produced by 4KJ in the For the Stress podcast. Um, Coming soon to a YouTube channel near you, man. It's not ever coming. To anybody's chance. Listen, A Boogie's not receptive to the greatness that I'm bestowing right now. But we're gonna bring her around because again, this is gonna be for the community. You 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 you're a you're a servant to the women in your community. First of all, okay, this is helping all, this is helping wanna, them understand. There is nothing but street outside if you want to square up. Like, listen, this is helping them no, understand no, their value and their no. worth. Our value and worth are not determined by trash bag men who want to compete for my affections by bringing well, around the Well, this is how we like, weed no. out the trash no. bag men. No. All right. I wish I, skip. Next, next topic. I'm a creative. Next topic. Okay, so just next keep topic. that in mind. All right? Topic. I got ideas out the, out the And please don't come to my DMs because I already see it happening. It's already been happening. Please don't. Please I mean, don't. Sh- <laughs> please don't. Like, Shout out to everybody in A Boogie's DMs right now. Don't. I just mind my business. I, I didn't send you, but... Shout out to you if you're there. I just mind my business. I don't okay. want anybody in my DMs. No. But you know, Next whatever. Topic. We out here though. That's 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 the things we're cooking up. That was a free idea for all of those who 
trying to figure out what to do. Don't do it. I mean, if, even if you have, uh, if, listen, if you have other details that will help this idea, just email me. Please don't. Email me at photostresspod at gmail.com if you have further ideas, other details. Maybe you have an idea for activity that these niggas can do. I don't like how quiet Frank is being. I am uncomfortable. I think your topic is making Frank uncomfortable. No. Can we move to the next topic, please? <laughs> For the love of A Boogie, coming 2019. We out here. With another A Boogie. <laughs> another different A Boogie. Yo. But I say all I have to say, buy the tickets for the show. Stop fucking around. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Okay? We love y'all. And... If y'all love the show as much as y'all reach out to us and tell us y'all love the show, you have to sh- you have to show that through action, like, review, support. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend. I don't just be saying that shit to be saying it. Like, help us, help you. You dig what I'm saying? Like, we in this shit together, man. Don't um tell don't don't just DM me telling me how much you love the show, but you're not telling nobody. Even if you don't fuck with it like that for real, for real. Don't say congratulations if you've never listened to an episode. Yo, matter of that was a great point. Listen, to all you niggas telling telling me, yo, bro, show's fire, and you ain't hear shit. I want to fade. Real quick. Okay. Because enough is enough with the bullshit. Don't tell me how much you love the show. You ain't hear shit. Analytics don't lie. Check the scoreboard. Exactly. I can, I can see who's listening. Sometimes. Depending on what app I'm on. But that's neither here nor there. The point is. Don't bullshit. Okay? If you listen to it. Thank you. Even if you don't. Tell someone that you might think will, will like the show. About what's going on. Not here. even. No. Take that back. If you don't listen. Why aren't you listening? What's your problem? What's your problem? I mean. That works too. Like you're trash. Like what are you listening to? I mean, we the hottest shit out. I'm just saying. I'll say it. Fuck it. What do you mean? Tell somebody. Listen. I'm just round of applause and tell somebody. Tell your three friends and tell their tell them to tell their three friends. Like what are we talking about here? No. Fire fire podcast. Like no. I mean. Ever mess. All of those things are true, and I just want y'all to keep that in mind because again, the show's coming up. I can't help you niggas if y'all are are dragging your feet, but I hope to see. Everyone on the 22nd. One more thing. Don't wait until the podcast gets millions of followers and subscribers when there are people and corporations backing it to decide that you want to be on. No, that's not how this works. If you're not on now, don't get on. No, don't get on when it it blows up. We see you niggas. Keep that same energy. We see you niggas. We the keepers of that same energy because we are. We the same. We see you niggas. Trash. We see you niggas. See now, you seeing us. See you Real seeing quick. us. Now, um, that was a little feisty. Sorry. I, I got a little shook a little bit because I didn't know how far you was gonna take that. I was gonna punch the microphone, but charge it to the to the heart, not the head. Nah, I, I feel you. I feel you, beloved. Now, um, I wanted to start off. Uh, hmm, I wanted to start off with the Serena Williams thing. Only because there's a, um, I'm going to be honest, I feel, I, my, my mind changed about that whole situation, like, 
four or five times. Like, this is why I don't like commenting on shit until I have all the facts, right? So, if you don't know, you need to get up under, get from under the rock. But, you know, with the Serena had a, I don't want, I'm not even going to say a meltdown because that's not it. She had a, she was she, she was over it. She was over it with one of the officials, right? So once when I first seen it, I was like, "Oh, that ref is on some bullshit," right? And then I thought about it some more, and I and I read some more articles, and I watched it a couple more times, and then I was like, "Something was wilding a little bit." Like she was just like, like I I thought I felt like it was too excessive, right? Then I thought about it some more. Now you gotta understand, we human. Emotions are fluid. We go through different things. Then I can't, now I've come to the conclusion that I'm at today that um, in the pursuit of black liberation, we're going to go deep. Fuck it. And the idea of black people, black women being able to express themselves without fear of being labeled, being be labeled or being... Um, subject to dumbass consequences I now agree with Serena's stance like they like the, the, she she received a lot of criticism for her reaction to the judge's ruling because um the critic a lot of critics were saying it was unnecessary or she was a sore loser and she um, it, it, it was excessive right now mind you you gotta understand that Serena's a competitor. Like this is the same. Like, look, I'll go on record saying Serena's probably the best athlete in the world, Hand, hands down. Like this, without no, question. Like she's the best athlete in the world, right? And with that, I had to go back to previous matches and understand that athletes at that black athletes at that high of a level are very prone to like competitive rage. Whereas, like if you watch Jordan or even if you watch LeBron, they in in high pressure moments where everything was on a line, sometimes niggas lash out, and it's not in a way of "fuck you niggas da da da." It's just like I want to win, and you niggas is in the way, right? So look, so I took that and applying it to Serena's situation. Like, I understand her frustration. Now, like, mind you, uh, Naomi, the, 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 the young woman who she was playing against, was, like, kicking her ass. Yeah. Like, she was, like, giving Serena the business. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I understand Serena's frustration with, fuck, I'm losing, and this bitch-ass ref is fucking with me. Well, it, it's a little bit deeper than that, too, because she's gone on record before, and she went on record this time saying that the... U.S. Open refs consistently, um, unjustly, like, call things on her, specifically in the U.S. Open. Right, and that's a fact, and she has the historical evidence to prove that. Now, I understand where the the criticism of saying that she um, she's prone to outbursts because this is the same woman who told an official that she would shove a tennis ball down her throat, or his throat. Like, look, Serena's with the shits. She's from Compton. I mean, well, this is this is again the same woman who crit walked after she won a Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. So I understand her um, 
a passion when it comes to wanting to win to being a competitor right and looking at that I again like I like I when I first thought about it, I was just like ah, she's overreacting but then it's like no because when and even John I'm skipping around forgive me I'm trying to get to a point just bear with me um John McEnroe who is historically been a fucking savage on the tennis court breaking rackets cursing refs out just telling officials to suck his dick like just this white man was wowing on the tennis court and he even came out and said no Serena is being treated unjustly and I had to agree with him because when the male competitors have outbursts like that and, 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 and it's deemed as passionate as it's always the headline of, oh no, they just want to win. And then when Serena does it, it's always attached to this, oh, she's a sore loser, or she's whatever the fuck other criticism you want to think of. And I've realized that um, she's completely treated unfairly. Now, I believe that's a mixture of her just being at the top and just, you know, you know how it goes. You at the top, people gonna throw stones. There are a few things. She's at the top. She has broken all kinds of records. She is black and a woman, two marginalized groups, and she's the top, which makes her kind of a target. And this particular situation happened right after the French Open Mm -hmm. criticism. Mm -hmm. So now take what she had to deal with with that and how she was being disrespectful with her attire and they want to ban it. Coupled with a few weeks later, the U.S. Open situation, like... That's like getting in an argument with, I don't know, your mother and mm-hmm. getting in an argument with your girlfriend. You know right. what I mean? Like, back to back like that, it can be a lot. Um, and, and, I, and I completely understand that after. And she was articulate. She wasn't. No, and, and she that's was what. very articulate right, and that's, how she felt. Right, and that's what made me look at it differently because even after she lost and during the award ceremony, like, she was very measured, she was very respectful. She could have been like, you niggas is on some bullshit. Fuck out of here. Da, 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 da. But she was, you know, she was extremely respectful of Naomi. And she told the crowd, no, this is her win. And she kept it. She kept it cute. She kept it cute. She, she did exactly what she was supposed to do. As and a it, champion. And she was sincere about it. Like, I don't get, I didn't get this sentiment at all that she was on some optics situation. It didn't look like that. It no, didn't feel like that. It felt like she won. She deserved to win. But in that instance, they were wrong. Right. Because And then even because, like, even if, you know, you want to penalize Serena for whatever the ref felt like she was, quote, unquote, cheating, the, 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 response afterwards of refs saying oh we're gonna boycott all of Serena's games like y'all didn't do that with any of these these male competitors Mm-mm. y'all didn't do that with any other tennis player who has an outburst like that so all of the evidence supports Serena's statement mm-hmm. it all looks like no y'all it, it all points to no y'all are conspiring against me so I can lose and like it's, it's to me it's it's kind of aggravating seeing a black woman at that high of a level still have to deal with all the 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 the, the, the gumbo of fucking isms because it doesn't matter how high you get you're still you're still what you showed up as like that's it and 
first of all, being black is always political. Everything about black essence is political. Right. So that's first and foremost. So it doesn't matter. Really, doesn't matter how far you get. In fact, the higher up you get, the more of a um, more of a threat you become. Right. And that brought me to the idea of um, how to us as a people kind of fighting for our liberation in that manner, right? Now, when I say liberation, is I'm more I'm speaking specifically to the independence of acting how we want to act, disregarding white criticism. Because whenever we, whenever our athletes or our entertainers or us as common citizens react in a certain way, we are harshly unfairly excessively criticized for being who we are and with Serena with her being black and a woman she gets it two times over it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just having a conversation it's not it's related but not in the same sense but it'll come back I was having a conversation with my friend and I was talking about how dialogue shit my fault you're a dud <laughs> how dialogue between minorities in the workplace vary and how I have in the past had like I like to call it um psychological sparring mm-hmm. like where you you, you kind of you, you know kind of get rah-rah you know you mm-hmm. kind of like banter mm-hmm. um and how sometimes when I'm having banter let's say with another black woman how the outsiders are like are you guys serious you know like they think we're arguing when in reality it's banter and it's also a part of our culture Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's a very similar sentiment like we're just first of all we're just a naturally passionate people that's a fact we are just genetically predisposed to be passionate in all areas that's why I'm sorry that's why our food tastes better Mm -hmm. that's why our music is a little bit better a lot of bit better that's why everyone else wants wants our stuff wants their stuff to be like ours because everything is made from a passionate nucleus everything stems from this passion and so as it pertains to our um growth and our i guess our visibility i don't the if if you're asking how do we combat that the only way to combat it is to still support because i feel like we're still gonna that backlash is still going to occur because it's an outsider looking in on something that they don't fully understand. Right, and I, and I get and I kind of get like even like what you said with black women that happens with black men too. Like shout out the book. Like even when like me and book are talking and shout out the dudes, shout out all the homies. Like when we're having our banter, like you said back and forth, it's aggressive, mm-hmm. and it'll sound like. Like it's arguing. Like we're arguing, but that's just regular shit. Mm-hmm. Like motherfucker, you ain't shit. Da, da. That's just how we talk. And again, like you were saying, it creates the oh my god, are they about to fight? Are they about to shoot each other? Or da, da 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 da. And it's just like my nigga, we're chilling. We're fine. Mm-hmm. Like I love this nigga. This is my man's. And you're looking at us as we're a threat to you when you're nowhere near our yeah, radar. Including, I feel like sometimes even that has. I think there's an element of wanting to be inclusive like they want to be included in something that is otherwise exclusive to them blackness is not something you can buy not blackness is not something that you can grow up in unless you are black and there are too many varying ways of being black that they if you're not black you can't understand no and i and i and i agree and this is why i'm looking at the serena situation like 
that and along with a couple other things that we'll get into it kept bringing me back to this idea of just kind of like liberation the the, the idea or the fight to kind of be ourselves i think if anything we've had more and you know we still have obviously a very long way to go mm-hmm. but i do think our ability to be vocal like we are being right now on a global scale is a major component of said liberation mm. because in the past we haven't had the spaces to express ourselves where it can be heard by everyone mm-hmm. it's usually through it's usually kind of like a um an anomaly situation where one of us gets through mm-hmm. and then that person has to speak on everyone's behalf versus everyone being able yeah, to vocalize on yeah, everyone's they only let a few of us up at a time. Whereas, but now, with the way that, you know, we, are, we all have this accessibility, it's like, no, we can all champion at the same time in the ways that we want to champion. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so when XYZ company wants to boycott this person for whatever reason, this black person for whatever reason, we're not behind it. We have a me- we now have methods and me the means. The means is a bigger part too. With the financial and, aspect. Right. right. And the economic status that comes with that. We now have the capabilities to support them in spite of the other. Right. So while yes, again, we have a long way to go, the sheer fact that we now have the ability to be a major component of our own change mm-hmm. through technological advances is a big deal. It's, it's, it's a big step forward. I mean, as long as we have them, because you know we're still fighting to make sure that. Yeah, and, and I and I and I you know, I look at that and I try to keep that in mind when situations like that happen. It's just it's frustrating that, um, I, I like I, it's not a new idea, but it's the, the the fact that we're judged on a different scale is is is. But it's not a scale that we created, so it's not. A scale no, yeah, that we I, can know, fix. I know, I you know. That's know that. I mean? that uh, yeah, that's that's not our job to fix it. It's not our job to 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 even abide by that scale that we didn't create. But to be constantly judged on that scale that's not ours is fucking frustrating. Like that's that's how we celebrate. If Serena wants to fucking crit wall, if she wants to tell you to fucking shove a ball down your throat because you on some some whack shit, like that's how we express ourselves. And if like with that, right? We're gonna move forward a little bit. But that that shit like with the with with the with Serena fighting for that um, degree of liberation in a sense, it made me think about um, uh, Bohem Jean John. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, beloved. I said your name. Terrible. Man. I'm sorry. Terrible situation. I'm sorry, right? No, it's, and no, it's not. Like I and even with that, right? So it's like we're fighting for our liber- our liberation, our 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 journey to express ourselves without the bullshit criticisms and then you have a situation like this brother getting killed in his own house mm. real quick before we go there I don't always necessarily think that these celebrities are fighting okay nope I don't mean to say it like that because that's not necessarily true I think we take it as they're fighting for our liberation and they're really just fighting for their place wait hold on pause for the cause I agree but at the same time it's a synecdoche situation. It's a part to a whole situation. Right. They don't necessarily have to fight for us, but at the same time, like you said, unwillingly or not, they do represent us. Oh, without question. And I'm not saying that they don't. I just... 
am I going to? I think we need to be. A, it's kind of like um, when black people, like Black Lives Matter. Anything mm-hmm. that comes out of Black Lives Matter, anything that came out of the civil rights movement, and I mean, we know both Black Lives Matter and civil rights were not solely black, but mm-hmm. they were predominantly black. Mm-hmm. Anything that comes out of that is beneficial for all. For all. So right. that's the same logic when I look at something like what's happening with Serena. Regardless of what happened, you know, regardless of her being, you know, pushing for her right to just express herself freely, mm-hmm. she's pushing for herself to express freely. Right. And as a direct result of that, it'll open a door for someone behind You got her. it. In, in other areas. Right. And I, th- and I think, um, I think we speak about this off the mic, like, that, like, she has to take the bullets. So when the next Serena comes up, that that doorway is already open. Like she won't have to. The next Serena won't have to go through the bullshit that she's going through right now because she took those stones already. She took that mm-hmm. criticism already, and it sucks that she has to be a martyr in that way. But again, but that's a part of our. That's, that's how we're part of our evolution. Yeah. Our evolution stems well. American Black American evolution in history stems from martyrdom. It does. It, it we it's always someone who has to get to that level and and, and take would, those take those stones and take those bullets for someone else to be able to say whatever they want to say. Look at all of our historic who we define as our historic leaders. All some of them were assassinated for the cause. So it's it's a very it's a lighter variation on the same thing. And and and, and, and uh, to bring that full circle back with the Bo- Bohem Jean John situation, I like I looked at that right, and it brought me back again to the thought of liberation because it's like you know we've seen this we've seen this movie already. Mm-hmm. The police kill a black person, and it's the, always the same shit. Or oh, he wasn't an angel, or she wasn't an angel. They had this going on. They had that going on. And then you have someone like this brother who was active in his church. He had no, not even a parking ticket. Like the, the, the squeakiest of clean. And. What did they say? They, yeah, weed They house? said they. <laughs> yo, <laughs> they killed this. They, the officer, this white woman killed this man in his apartment. And to cover it up, the Dallas Police Department somehow found weed in his apartment. Can we backtrack to the fact that she changed her story like five times? Oh, of course. How? I, no. How? How? Bro, listen, man. She was like, and then, you know what? And the door was open. And you know what's good about that? The, the residents... No, the next one. No, no, it was open. Yeah, the, the residents have been coming out. They came out immediately saying, no, that's not true. She's lying. She's lying. That mm-hmm. they have electronic keys. The doors slam the fuck shut. If you if this is not your apartment, that the key will turn red or some shit, letting you know this is not your apartment. So you again, the police department trying to cover up this assassination because that's really what it is, and trying to slander a dead man who can't speak for himself. Who can't speak for himself. Again, for, of, of course, all of that shit. And again, this brings me back 
to the liberation. We can't even be ourselves. It's bad enough we can't go anywhere without the possibility of getting killed. Or being or 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 without the paranoia of every um police interaction having a, a chance of going left. And you have this man again, the, the squeakiest of records. I think I think he swung, sung in a choir or some shit. Like he was just he was just like he was a church boy. And I don't mean that in a derogatory sense, but like he was just a good nigga. Like he loved the Lord, he loved his church, he worked in his community, he, he had a regular nine to five, he did everything he was supposed to do that would classify him as a good American citizen. And it shouldn't even have to take that much. It really shouldn't, regardless of whether or not you could, because I hear you. I think it's just so, it's so trash. Like, so it's pure garbage that you have to, that the story has to be that you were this ultra clean cut, well. Exactly. No, but, it, but, but even with, even with that, like the, the reason I, I keep thinking about liberation is because again, he couldn't even be himself. He couldn't be the man that he felt like he could be in America. Well, I don't know if that whether or not he who he was was. No, that's this is uh, this is you you you're agreeing with me. Like this is my point. Like him, like the liberation, to, like the to be black in America, right? It means a multitude of things, and for him, it was serving his community, going to church being a man of God that was his liberation that was him expressing his blackness in the best way he saw fit and it resulted in the same fucking way that countless other black people have been murdered like we're like Serena's fighting for her liberation but now this brother who can't even fight for his anymore and again he's being slandered in his death he can't even be on the precipice of us trying to legalize me, like now you're not. Now what are we? What are we talking? Yo, that about? has so that and that has so many other avenues attached to it, like that. Like yo, Fox News is so fucking trash. Yeah, like it's ble- like belligerent. Like exact. Like like all right, we gonna keep it plain, right? I don't watch them, so I don't know what's going. No, on. but even but even like watch like I'm a news junkie, right? Mm-hmm. I read the news all day, and. The idea of niggas was calling it. Niggas was calling it because even before, like once details about his life and who he is as a man came out, everybody had the same idea. Watch they put some bullshit on him. Watch they put the bullshit on him. And what they do. So we know the playbook. Y'all know we know the playbook. And y'all did the bullshit anyway. Because it's not for us. I, I know. It's I, just, I, it's I, all, all, I, it, all it is is just perpetuate the bullshit. That's ex- all it is. Exactly. Ex- exactly. And the, the the idea that somehow that, let's just, okay, let's just play devil's advocate. Fuck it. Even if he was the man that who he is and he likes to smoke a little weed from time to time. So what? That was Thank not you. just cause for him to die. Thank you. So what? Niggas go to church like to get high too. What, the, what that got to do with anything? Jesus turned water into wine. Exactly. He was turning on. He was lit. Jesus was extra lit. He was having a whole time. The nigga was sleep for three days and First came up. Is that not, the, hold on? Let's just pause for the cause. Is not being sleep for three days a weed coma? I'm not answering that. I'm not trying to block my blessings. 
This nigga was asleep in the cave for three days. Is that not a weed coma? He wasn't asleep. So he was just stoned to the bone and couldn't move? He was dead. You might have thought that nigga was dead. (laughs) But if he came up, he definitely, yeah. That nigga, Jesus was in a weed coma. Or he was drunk. Or he 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 was partying too much. Well, when it strikes down, I need it to be very look, specific. Man, I need look, to be, man. I need I'm to not. I'm. I'm. I, that's what I'm rolling with. Jesus was not motherfucking dead. The nigga was probably had a hangover from t- turning water into wine, mad fish and wine. He was lit. Mm. Come on now. That's just regular he totally shit. He fasted like all the time. Exactly. He fat. You fasted all the. You fasted all the time. Then all of a sudden, you got your homies around. Boom. I got fish and wheat. I got fish and wine for y'all. So Let's get that, lit. That's, that's not how the story went. Um, the 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 the, the, bread and the, the fish. That's, that's not how it went. He had he. It, that's okay, the, but, the, that, that, now you, t- you, fuck the particulars. <laughs> we not even getting in. Fuck the particulars. We not. The point of the, the rabbit hole. <laughs> right. The, the, the point. The point of the the point of the matter is. Even if this young brother enjoyed marijuana from time to time, that is no justification for him to be killed in his house. Not when these white men and these these fucking white hedge fund managers are making millions of dollars off of the same shit. There's no justification for that. There's no way you can tell me. I mean, again, that's not for us. That's to that's to perpetuate the bullshit for their audience to make them believe that we are a certain way. That's we already understand. To perpetuate that. stereotype. Exactly. That's a stereotype. That's just it's bullshit. Is is all just lies, right? Yeah, they're angry, and you know it, it only makes it worse. It only makes the, the picture worse because she's a she's she's a blonde haired white woman up against a chocolate brown skinned black man. This is like And they're trying They're trying this is like, hard This is like Birth of a Nation if, if you've never seen the movie I had to watch it For one of my film classes In college Now Birth of a Nation is wild Birth of a Nation And it's still the highest grossing American film In film history Or Word. one of the highest grossing In Word. film history If you've never seen Birth of a Nation It will make you sick But you should watch, watch it anyway Word. It is just All it's taking Is exactly what they were talking about In Birth of a Nation And Pasting it to 2018, it's the same thing. But but and then what's sad is we already know how that would happen if it was the reverse. If a black officer went to the wrong apartment of a white woman, or if a white off a white man went to a, a black woman's house, is that what you just said? No, if if a right. black if a black officer went to a white woman's house and shot the white woman in her apartment, oh, he would be on down. he would be on death row right now. Like finish, he'll be he'll be guilty before he can put turn his badge. He's going to jail. He's going to or exactly. That. He's going or to that. jail and disappearing in the judicial system. So he would have been, um, I, like, and I, you know what? I, I I don't even like using that example because it's so it's really like low hanging fruit for real because we all know. What would have happened if the, the the roles were reversed? But just the fact that I just I understand I completely understand how constant a fight this is. Just trying to be black and surviving all of these. But you know it's funny we complain about it because we're living through it. But it's been worse. We just haven't experienced. We haven't experienced it. I it's mean, been I, worse. 
no i mean i i don't take that for granted because like i'm grateful for the fact that i don't have to fight off hoses and dogs and do everything that in the back of the bus like i don't have to deal with anything that my grandmother or my great grandmother's generation went through like can we have a moment for the fact that that was only our grandparents like the 50s were not that long ago we're one generation removed right like my my mother was born in the 50s Segregation was still alive and well. I know, that, show was, that show was on and popping back then. I need people to stop pretending like, stop trying to rewrite history like it was hundreds of years ago. 50 I'm, years ago. Again, that's not us though. It's not, it's not us, but we also, that part, we have to be responsible and go and find out ourselves. That's true. Because I know, I know people of color who don't understand that slavery wasn't that long ago mm-hmm. and lasted a very long time and still has fundamental effects on us today i understand that there are people of color who don't understand that the civil rights movement was really not that long ago it really wasn't was 60 years ago 60 plus years ago Mm -hmm. wasn't that long ago and there are still monuments to it today like that is our responsibility we can't fix what's already been broken all we can do is move forward and make sure that we don't continue the perpetuation of the brokenness and is that I think that what you're saying, I think that ties into our quest for liberation. Because I think we're fighting for it on all fronts, whether it's economically, personally, societally, socially. Like we're fighting for it on every level, all day, every day. You know what scares me totally slightly? Um, slight, uh, slight side note. What scares me that the generation like right after us they don't know the music from our like my my, my mother's generation mm-hmm. and my grandparents and I'm like if we're losing our music if we're losing our entertainment which directly reflected what was going on socially we're now facing kind of another crisis. we're losing our arts which has kind of been a major focal yeah. point okay so alright let's let's see that's going that ties into it too but that's going to steer the conversation in a different direction which is good which is good because arts is a big part of our. Um, it's part of our culture. It's part of our culture. It's part of our progress, and that ties into a lot of the talk that I hear from um, entertainers and artists about how, especially with music. Let's just oh, let's just let's just use um, hip hop because a lot of. It's, it's, a, it's a common conversation, but this is it's pertinent to the conversation that there that the music today where a lot of the kids are rapping about shit that doesn't really reflect what's going on in society. Now, mind you, there are artists who do do that. Shout out to Cole, shout out to Kendrick, shout out to every artist who takes it upon themselves to speak upon things that are affecting our community. But the influx of artists of young artists who create quote-unquote vibe music music that just feels good that doesn't have any real substance is astounding to say the least it's and, the, and it's the dominant right right now. it's dominant and with that it it it, it kind of ties into the idea that we're losing that part like you were saying of the culture because people who kind of grew up in our generation, even even older than us, who under who who were around for that music that had that message, feel like, okay, well, 
they're they're diverting our attention away from societal issues to keep us focused on getting high and partying and, and, and fucking this nigga's girl and all this other shit. And sometimes I feel like they might be putting too much sauce on it, whereas like you might be a little too paranoid. Like these kids are just making music. They're making fun. They're having fun. But at the same time, it's like I understand why our generation, the generation before us, feel like these kids have no direction. Because if you're not speaking on, because like you were saying, let me let me kind of clarify what you what you were saying. Like though that music, those those like okay, better example. To pimp a butterfly, right? Was a was a was a a, a piece of art to to kind of speak on what's happening in our time, right? Kendrick did a, a, in my opinion, my opinion, Kendrick did a fantastic job of capturing the pressure of trying to, like we've been talking about, fight for liberation, to to maintain our blackness, to keep our culture in a sense, right? Now, he's one out of however many. And he's also our generation. he's, He's our generation, but again, if the dominant sound is... Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Like, okay. It 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 creates a it creates a it creates the idea of, yo, we're losing it. And I and I and me personally, I don't know if that's entirely true. I don't think it's entirely true, and I also don't think that what they're talking about, like the getting high stuff, and the depression stuff, which a lot of them are talking about in their music. I don't think that they're not speaking to what's happening for them right now. I think we're not, it's not, they're not speaking to us. We're not in the midst of their generation. That's we're the, true. So all of this, the partying and the drinking and the, well, not the drinking, the, the partying and the, the lean the drug pills use. and all, all that stuff is really happening right now. But then you gotta, even with like, when I talk to older niggas, like I kind of have to keep them had to keep in the front of their mind like you were doing the same shit at 18. Oh, what? Let's take it all the way back to the 70s. Riding the white horse. Or, no, like Earth, Ride. like like the Earth, like like even the fucking Isley brothers was doing coke out the fucking ass. Riding the white horse, like that. What they made a whole song about drugs, like. <laughs> I mean, I think that's analogies aside. I, th- I th- there's been songs about all types of drugs. Okay. Of because course. I, let's not forget because I got high I got was like a huge song for okay so, alright so alright, so, so let me pose a question then do you feel like we're putting too much pressure on this generation to be responsible in that man I don't think it's pressure I think we, I don't I don't think it's pressure I think we just don't understand it and because they got their own way of consciousness it's okay they got their own way of consciousness I, I agree and I don't think it's why do we keep I have a big big issue with previous generations being so critical of forthcoming generations i always have when i was young and tender in these streets but 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 and my mother you know like my mom's generation even my sister's generation what we all if you always see this criticism and guess what happens it creates a disconnect and there's a void 
cut it out. You don't have to understand it. Counterpoint. Usually, mm-hmm. we want the generation after us to be more responsible than we were. The goal. But that's unquote, not their job. Uh, uh, I, I, I hear was, you. It was our job to be more responsible. I hear you. But usually, the goal is for the generation after us to, to pick up where we left off. So I'm going to counter your counterpoint. How were they going to pick up where we left off and be more responsible if we were irresponsible? I mean, that's fair. I don't really have a point how? to refute that. How are we talking about Big Pimp and Spencer? Like, how? And then, how? I mean, but that, but then that goes. See, I that love goes, Jay-Z. Pause. Right, but I then. Pause, I love Jay-Z. But see, then that goes, that goes into a conversation about human growth. Because. But because Jay-Z had to evolve into the man he is right now. He had to go through, I don't love him, I don't fuck him, I don't chase him, I don't duck him, to being, yo, I'm a family man, I love my wife, I love my kids. He had to evolve, he had to evolve to that. But I'm, go ahead. So I'm just like, so for me, right, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I've, are we putting too much pressure on the little pumps and, and the fucking little Uzis to be um, mature, evolved human beings when they haven't even finished their journey yet. I do think that's true. Right, we can't. I, I, I like, I, I, I completely listen. In the fight for our liberation as a people, we need all hands on deck. At, for our fight for liberation, we have to. Right, but that, but that balance. If we're, or, if, right, but if we're speak, if we're speaking, if we're speaking on music, that balance has always been there. Right, we've always had the, the, the party shit, and there's always been a subset of of, of hip hop and R and B of, of music, better of black music mm-hmm. that has spoken for that side. Even with you could take it to the fucking neo soul movement. When they were when they were pushing blackness and black love and all of that type of shit. The neo soul movement really put the soul movement really always soul period and everything that falls under the umbrella of soul. So all the subsets have always pushed for um, black awareness and black consciousness. So Mm -hmm. we're gonna put that over there. It's the soul of our music. Exactly. It's like the gospel. Um, what I find in this particular, I'm tired of saying generation. We this age collective, this this demographic. That's all, yeah, generation. Just want to fight? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this particular demographic, it's like hip hop. The the rap aspect has become it is the fun aspect, but I think there's been a shift because now the expectation is or. The responsibility has kind of fallen on the R&B side. So now it's like their balance is R&B and hip hop. Where before we had, you know, like R&B, we had two versions of R&B. Where we had several versions of R&B. Then we had several versions of hip hop. I think now it's become more streamlined. Where it's just basically like R&B is responsible. It's like um, siblings. Mm-hmm. Like you have um, like the prodigal son, where one stayed at home and did what he was supposed to do, and the other one went out and mm-hmm. lived, lived, just was out here in these streets, and they mm-hmm. came back. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where we're kind of at right now, where the prodigal son is kind of like rap and is out here doing whatever it wants to do, looking like a bag of skittles, and R and B is becoming like the meat and potatoes. You know what I mean? I don't. 
I don't, and I really do think that there are also probably rap artists who are out here who they maybe are. we haven't. They are. They're just not getting steam yet. Of course they're not. But everything, but everything that has a beginning also has an end, and so in my head, perhaps this is just what's happening, what's popping right now. What's, what's I, no, I mean, well, music, music is always a cycle in that way. Like it always goes to, um, you know, party shit is dominant, and certain sounds are dominant, certain trends are dominant. It's just, again, in this quest for liberation, especially now with, we're not going to use generation. Now with this demographic, because of the criticism they face from an older demographic who want them to be more socially conscious, I think we're, I think we're putting too much pressure on them. Because we're not letting these kids be kids. Right, but, but, but with that, what I was trying to get to, no, they don't. I think but they're just having fun. No, and they are having fun, and that's and that's fine. But I think where we're at now, I think we shouldn't um, put that much pressure on this demographic because, again, we have to let them grow into that point. Because, um, shit, I hope I lost my whole train of thought. Fuck. But with 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 this demographic now, as we as we if we let them evolve. Let them grow up, let them experience life and let them come to their own conclusions about how they feel that they can contribute to our liberation. We got to let them get there. And because of where music is right now, there's so many options. There's so many. And there's so, you, can, you can, you can find. Available. Yeah, you can find those artists who because there are young artists who are speaking directly to the social consciousness of what's going on right now and they're mo- they're making waves you have to you have to go and look for it right and, and I, it's and not I, hard to find and it. i think we we've we are at a point now we're at a point right now where we we've, we've never had that before where and, the, where even though even the even the, the the ones who are socially conscious before they would they wouldn't get the they wouldn't be able they're, they're, words they weren't popular they weren't accessible not popular but they weren't accessible but a lot of the conscious rappers of past were not mainstream popular right no now, not right at all either. because as me growing up as a nigga who sought out that conscious type of music like i had to go find black star i had to go find most deaf mm-hmm. talib mm-hmm. common fucking uh i was about to say black eyed peas no fucking <laughs> dead prez <laughs> All of those type of... I had to go find them. Now, mind you, this was in a period where um, it was just Napster and shit like that. LimeWire. And LimeWire. Like, like, that shit was a struggle trying to find sitting at your computer waiting for 40 different things to download at and once. And praying that your computer didn't crash. Exactly. But now, all this you have a walking... You have a compact computer in your pocket to where Google will let you... It will give you access to whatever you're looking and for, and suggest other artists. Exactly. So I, I think I think with that, um, and again, I keep repeating it in this quest for our liberation. I think putting that much pressure on this demographic is unfair. And I'm going to say something that's I'm sure will be unpopular, but I I don't care. I think a big part of this pushback from the olders since they're the littles we're gonna call them the elders from the elders is also the packaging that this stuff is coming in they're not liking the way this package these kids i've never seen this kind of 
aesthetic freedom before. I mean, well, if you have a bunch of, I mean, that okay. That if you have a if, the okay, elders are not okay with how no, not at hip all. hop is being packaged. Not at all because when the the most visible nigga in hip hop right now is a Mexican kid with rainbow colored hair who's online all day saying the most inflammatory flagrant shit possible. Of course, the elders of the culture are gonna look at him like. Well, you're I'm only wild. talking about his aesthetic. I am not. That's that's. About. I'm with you. That's all yeah. I'm talking about. I'm now, mind you, because his music is nothing new. That's Onyx. That's DMX. That's MOP. That's all of the 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 rah rah shit. That's nothing new. He's not doing anything new musically. But as far as his aesthetic, like you said, the the elders are looking at this Mexican kid like, who the fuck are you? They're looking at the little Pete, who's a fucking white boy with all these tats on his face, and they're looking at little Zan, who's another white boy with all these tats on his face. I don't think it's a racial his... thing. I just... No, not, no, 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 no. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's a racial thing. I'm saying that, again, we're talking about aesthetics. Mm-hmm. If this is what's now, if this is what's popular, and that mold of rappers is coming up every single minute, there's a new one of these niggas mm-hmm. every. Every fucking minute. So of course the elders are gonna look at it like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's happening because this is what's popular. This is what's being pushed to the forefront of no, no. This is what music is right now. Even if it's not true or not. Even if it's just, pardon me. Even if it's just a, a fad or is what's trendy right now. You gotta understand that perception is everything. So if that's what, even if that's not what it is, what it looks like means a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So even if if even if even if our culture isn't being taken away from us, because I see that a lot too. I see a lot of the real hip hop, real hip hop niggas saying, yo, these these people are taking our culture. They're 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 what's the word? Bastardizing. I don't know if I said that right, but fuck it. If they're taking our culture and they're making a mockery of it. You bastards know what he means. Thank you. Like if if, if even if that's not the case, even if, even if that's not the reality, because the most popular nigga right now is still Jay Z, right? But even but even if that's the fact of who the head nigga in hip hop is, the perception is all am I seeing? All all I'm seeing is these non-black acts pushing this. But even gang, but, it's gang, not, but it's not just shit. them too. I mean, like look look at the Migos, like. Or Lil Uzi Vert or Lil Yachty, they all they all don't look like what previous rap artists, A-list rap artists look like. And I think I really think a part of it is this fear of what rap should look like versus what rap does look like. And, and it didn't look the inception of rap look more like what they look like now. I'm 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 you know what? Even with the that Migos example. You know why I stopped using that? They ain't nothing but Slick Rick. Migos, Migos ain't nothing but Slick Rick. Slick Rick was gaudy. He had on 40,000 chains. Yeah. He had on a, he had on a big ass Cuban link bracelet yeah, that covered half his face, arm. Ghostface. Ghostface. Like gaudy jewelry is nothing new. Yeah. It's not. But no, what I, the the point I'm saying is he's saying that they're they're, they're, they, they're reminiscent of another right. Generation. Their, 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 their aesthetic is nothing new. Yeah. 
No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, no, no, no. What I'm saying is there is. He's th- not saying that they're not. He's just saying that they they echo yeah, something they, that we've already seen, and it's and instead yeah, of yeah, their image. But the but the the elders are so busy trying to to tear down what's new because it's new and because of their right. But meanwhile, it happened while they seeing, were yeah. Exactly. They're not seeing the because, commonalities. Right now, because now Slick Ritz content is completely different. But again, if we're if we're basing if, we're, if the conversation is specifically specifically about aesthetics, again, the Migos ain't shit but slick red. That's all they are. So we're talking. What we're talking about is a 50-50 equal parts content and right. aesthetic. Exactly. So it's just all just too much. It's just all too too. You're right. Too we're, much, again, too this fast. this bring bring me back to my original point. We're putting too much pressure on these young artists who are just doing what the older generation did. Kid and Play made music just a fucking party to. Nobody was asking them to speak on Black Liberation. Mm-hmm. Like, they was throwing house parties and shit. Niggas was dancing up and down the, the, the ad. Like, nobody get, nobody asked Kid and Play to speak on how black people gonna gonna break the generational curses that we have. Nobody it's, cared. And you know, it's funny that you said that because I was just talking about yesterday how I can't, and I, I don't, I swear to you I'm not throwing shade because I just... First of all, I'm a big R&B person. I'm a huge R&B person, and I'm admittedly a big pop person. Mm-hmm. Um, rap is not was not something I that was not my musical foundation. Um, my parents were big soul R&B people, and my mother my, my mother like had us raised on Barbara Streisand. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So that's that's not how I was, which is fine because again, blackness has no one dimension. Right. Um. But that said, my mom's also like a bomb, like former opera singer. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, yes. Yesterday I was talking about how I genuinely, right now, similar to what's happening with all of the variations of like male rappers, I genuinely can't tell the difference between the female rappers either. I I can't I I can't tell the difference. I can't tell the difference. I cannot. Tell I mean, I mean, oh, oh, listen. With that, I understand. With I have the, a whole list. All right. I mean, I completely understand with all the female rappers with doll in their name and all of that other shit. Like that, I think that can attribute to what's popular. They're hand in hand. Right. It's all. It's because it's because it's popular. But again, they're, they're doing shit now. Mind you, you got Nicki Minaj, who is the biggest female rapper in the world. Right. She has an aesthetic. This is what other female rappers are going to inspire to. This is what's popular. The, the, the fake boobs, the fake ass, the, the colorful hair, rapping, ratchet shit. This is what's popular. So, of course, you're going to have um, followers in that sense who are going to emulate what's popular. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, again, I don't expect them to be socially conscious by any means. Mm-hmm. And again, and they make I, fun music. Exactly, and I think again, we're, we're we're we want them to do more than they need to be doing. That that's I don't that's not their job. Like, and I and I think that's where the distinction needs to be made. That they're not responsible to be our messengers. They're not responsible to 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 echo the sentiments of the people, regardless of the frustration we feel with all the police killings with. The, the media constantly berating us for being black and expressive 
they're not they're they're not responsible to speak for us. I'm gonna dare to say that they, if anything, are like the outlet for temporary relief. Of, of course, it's like they're like the Advil. Exactly, you know I mean? because with all the bullshit that we have to deal with real life, of course I'm gonna turn on Migos and want to just vibe out to some trap life. shit and just forget about everything. Where again, we're putting too much pressure on these kids. And again, we have so many other outlets yeah, now man. to express our activism. Our music, yes, it has always been a means of expressing our activism, but right. now we have other avenues as well. Hold on. All right. Thank you, Bog. Thank you for saying that. Now, in this conversation about, in this in this conversation about liberation, right? Colin Kaepernick has positioned himself to be a sorry, a figurehead for social justice, right? Now, I fully support everything. That Colin Kaepernick is doing now he has um, faced criticism some criticism because Nike gave him a bag because now the criticism that he's that has that I've been seeing now is oh how he gonna be a revolutionary backed by a corporation right those those things seem contradictory how revolutionary is that that is that is a nouveau revolution. Right, and 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 what I and, and my point to that, right, and my my point to that is, we're not living in the times where our revolutionaries and our leaders need to be broke, screaming from the street. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be. I mean, of course, they need to be with the people. The people are important. The people are what fuel your your movement. But at the same time, if you're going to be, if if you're if you have the means to be in spaces that I can't be in, mm-hmm. at the tables that I'm at not the table that I can't be at, and, and if you're going to speak for us in that manner, go for it. Go for it. But I do. But no. But look, at the same time, I understand. The skepticism that comes with that, because if you're backed by a corporation, right, and you're quote unquote fighting for social justice, it's fair to feel like to, to it's fair to feel like um, you're susceptible to corporate persuasion in a way, or like your message will now be filtered through um, what is okay what is approved by the corporation however he got this nike deal because of his platform what you know and his platform is being promoted in their advertisements they don't and i've seen that too that nike is is baiting black people i've seen yeah i don't i don't listen I i don't i don't care i've gotten to a point where i don't care what's the justification if the means are impactful, I mean, if the the end result is impactful, it's, it's, it's a fact. if we we need more people who are who can be seen and not just not just by people who are also in Colin Kaepernick's age group, mm-hmm. but people like my nephews or your daughters, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or your little cousins. Mm-hmm. You, 
his platform, regardless of how you feel about Nike backing him, does not change. Or even if, or even if it does change, that remains to be seen. Yeah, more or less what I really say. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. You can't even say his name. Nike, the NFL pays Nike. Mm hmm. Nike pays Colin Kaepernick. I don't know what's going on. So, how he's not a revolutionary. Right. But so, I I, I say all that to say, I just just want us, the common folk, who who don't have access to those seats at the table, to, 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 in this quest for liberation. You have to fight your own fight. We can do it together, but you have to do your part too. We can't keep putting this, all this pressure on our entertainers to do more than what we're doing ourselves. And don't be afraid to think outside the box and be creative with how you define your activism. Like You don't be, have to do what your, your parents right, did. Right, because this right here, this podcast, us speaking to you every week, is activism. That's why we can't get a new job. Joe. Probably. Probably, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, just just it's a long road, man. Just just you gotta do your part, beloved. We all gotta do our part. But um, uh, before we get out of here, I uh, I didn't do um, <laughs> my bull got his fist raised. But before we get out of here, I do wanna. <laughs> before we get out of here, I do wanna um give y'all a music suggestion because we haven't done it in a while and I know you niggas is like yo Jay what the fuck is your problem listen I'm sorry we've had a lot of good conversation Some, sometimes we don't get to cover everything but quickly I'll be brief black Eastside love letter just listen to it black Eastside love letter East no I'm lying I'm completely butchered the title East, East Atlanta love letter uh-huh. by black it's with a six lack I know niggas call him six lack but it's black just it's a it's a fantastic project. Have you heard the Shadow Boxers? No. Gonna have to put you on the Shadow Boxers. So shout shout out to them. Shout out to No Name. She's a a, a fire female MC from Chicago who is extremely social conscious. Oh no. Um, shout out to Wale because he dropped the project called the Free Lunch EP. And I know I'm funny on Wale, but he got some shit on this one. I'm in my feelings. I'm in you my got feelings some shit like that. All right. So that's that's what I got. Um I think we covered everything, man. I think we covered everything. I, I think um again, I just I just wanna hammer that point home again, like and again, just we, we all gotta do our part, man. We all gotta do our part. We can't keep putting this responsibility on our entertainers and we sitting on our hands like this is a team effort. You did what I'm saying? And even the little things matter. All everything matters. Except Every for the love of that does not matter. Coming soon, 2019. You heard it here Square first. But um, <laughs> but but uh, in the meantime, in between time, follow the show on everything: SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. You already fucking. I love you, Spotify. I love you. I will pay my 1069 every month. 1069. Yeah, but yeah. Also, get your tickets for the event. Don't be stupid. We in here. We're going to have a ball. Book Jefferson is performing. Frankie Meadows is performing. I might have some other performances. We're going to be in here doing a thug dizzle. You know, two step. Two Come, step with, with uh, KJ because he's going to get rocked real quick. <laughs> We're going to have a good time. And I want y'all to come out. 
I want y'all to celebrate this event with me and, you know, get your tickets, man. Before we go, brief point. Do y'all know who Russ is? Mm-hmm. I don't like, I didn't like Russ. Now, I, what you do now? Hold on, let me get there. Okay. I didn't like Russ, right? For no reasons, but sometimes I'm a hater. You gotta live. I'm not even all of that. <laughs> I just didn't like Russ, right? Now, mind you, I don't like his music, but I do respect his energy. Because he, because someone, one of these colorful head dread niggas was talking shit, and he got his ass beat by Russ and his goons. I respect that energy. I like that energy. And yet you won't see me outside. I'm not even off that right now. <laughs> but, and... I have to soften my stance on Russ. I have to admit when I'm wrong. Because I was a hater, I didn't realize this nigga's from Secaucus. I didn't know that. I got a rep jersey. I'm sorry, Russ, I'm with you, bro. I'm not going to listen to your music, but I'm with you. I support your endeavors. I want you to win. I want you to win because you're from Jersey, because you're from 15 minutes away. So shout out to Russ and all of his keeping the same energy. Activities. That's that Jersey life. That's that Jersey shit, man. So I'll see you outside. Whatever, nigga. <laughs> but um, again, follow Sean and everything. Follow a celestial goddess for all your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's Tico for all your herbal needs. Follow Frankie Metals. Follow, follow a Frankie Boogie. and make him like actually get on Instagram. That we're gonna start a we start a we're gonna start, gonna start a, a petition. petition to get Frankie more it's active. Like hashtag where's Frankie Metals? <laughs> I like that. Hashtag where's Frankie? We're going to start that. That's the new petition moving forward. But in the way that you're going to be promoting it, I'll never see it. So. You'll see it. Just tag. Wow. Billboards. You. Just tag. You. Yo, just tag Frankie and everything. Just everywhere. That's how we're going to get him more involved in social media. Right. Just tag Frankie and everything. How Follow come we're not trying to do for a love of Frank? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Where in the world is Frankie? <laughs> we're we're going to treat Frankie. What in the like, Frank? We're going to treat we gonna treat Frankie like Waldo, like we're we're in the world is Frankie. What the but, Frank is going on? Yeah, we're. <laughs> but follow Frankie at Frankie Metals. Follow a Boogie at Peacock Under Pressure. Follow Boog Jefferson at Boog Jefferson. Follow me at 4KJ. Follow the whole squad, man. I appreciate all the love. I appreciate all the support. Get and your um, one more time. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your tickets. Thank you to everyone who's brought a ticket so far. I love y'all. I appreciate all the support. Um, new hoodies for the stress because it's getting cold. Mm. I'm not buying hoodies. I'm just going to find a man who's big enough for me to wear his. I'm with the shit. All right. We out. <laughs> <laughs>